Are you an essential worker? The corona pandemic is causing stress for almost everyone. But being an essential worker, you may be facing unique challenges. What can you do to cope with the stress uh, without becoming depressed? In this program, you will learn essential tools to thrive so that you can manage stress and enjoy life despite all the challenges. Hi everyone, I hope you're having a great weekend. I'm your host, Millie, and with me today is Dr. Razina Lakhani. Hi, Dr. Razina. How Hi there. Are you? Dr. Razina is an MD psychiatrist, clinical professor at the University of Washington, and author of the best selling book, Stress to Joy. You're watching episode 12 of Happy and Healthy Mind with Dr. Razina, a weekly live show where we discuss simple and practical tools for optimal health and happiness. Today, we will be talking about essential stress management tools for essential workers. If you're watching the program for the first time, let me remind you that this program is being recorded live. Feel free to leave your questions in the comment section and we'll try our best to reply to your questions. Also, if you're watching recorded version of the program, you can still leave your questions in the comment section and we'll try our best to reply to your questions in the future programs. I would also like to tell you that all the information shared in this program is for educational purposes and should not be considered treatment. Please contact your healthcare provider for treatment recommendations. If you want to get the resources shared during the program, text JOYFUL to 38470. So Dr. Rosina, maybe I can start by asking you, why did you pick this particular topic? Well, there are several reasons. May is the Mental Health Awareness Month and we have celebrated it since 1949 and it is celebrated to remove the stigma against mental illnesses and promote mental health. And so this year's theme is Tools to Thrive. And it's become so much more important because of the COVID-19 going on at this time that we really need these tools. So can you tell me why is mental health so important for the essential workers? Well, because they're essential. <laughs> we all need them, right? They are called essential because that is how we are able to, you know, this is, they're called essential because they are necessary for running of the society. So, of course, there are healthcare professionals that are also on front line, but there are also law enforcement people. They're also grocery workers. You know, the simple driver. I have patients, you know, I have somebody, uh, somebody who drives the food to the needy people. And so there are many other essential workers that sometimes don't get counted. And so I want to especially say thank you to them and dedicate this session for them. I totally agree. Dr. Zina, what are the unique stressors uh, faced by these essential workers? So many times when we are talking about stressors around COVID-19, we talk about people who are not able to go to work or who are stuck at home or you know, who are having having the problems related to COVID. But there, these, these essential workers face unique set of stressors. So I have some patients who would tell me that because some of their co-workers are sick, they have to do more work because they have to cover for these sick co-workers and they have to take care of them, their own work. 
So sometimes they have to do overtime and they don't get any time off. On the other hand, some people are struggling because their hours are cut and they feel afraid that if they call in sick, they may lose their job. A lot of people are losing their job, so there's a fear of layoff. But there's also fear of getting infected and dying because so many people are dying. One of my patients, a co-worker died, so the whole group is now going through the grief. But like, you know, the family members dying or friends dying. And then there's this fear of getting infected or dying yourself because it's a real fear. It is happening around you, so everybody is afraid of that. Plus, on top of it, there is more fear of bringing it to family. So I have a patient who is actually a police officer and she is afraid she has an older uh, father. So she's afraid of going and visiting the father because she's going to work and possibly getting infected. So she is not able to meet her father. And so that like this unique set of challenges this essential workers are going through at this time. We all know the importance of stress management. So uh, what are the problems one can face if they don't practice stress management? A lot of people are having problems with sleep. A lot of people are feeling irritable. They are at risk of developing more severe mental illnesses. You know, depression is worse. Anxieties are worse. The substance abuse problem is worse. Domestic violence. So that all these things are getting worse because of the stress and people not being able to manage that stress in a healthy manner. That was really helpful, Dr. Rosina. What are the some of the benefits of stress management? Well, when you manage the stress better and you decompress, you would react less. And as I said, you'd be able to sleep better and stay healthy. So you can get through these difficulties in a better way and problem solve and not get sick. As you mentioned earlier, May is the Mental Health Awareness Month and this year's theme is Tools to Thrive. Can you tell us more about these Tools to Thrive? Sure. And so most of the Tools to Thrive are same as stress management tool. They're part of the Stress to Joy program that we have been talking about for quite some time. It kind of is consolidated in my book, uh, Stress to Joy. So some of the, let me just go through the three steps that I described in the book. So number one is to acknowledge. And that is one of the biggest thing that I see is going on at this time. People feel like they, they cannot show their emotion or if they show or they feel, even if they feel the emotion, that means it's a sign of weakness. Actually, feeling and expressing is not the sign of weakness. It's a sign of strength because when you don't, then it comes out in aggression or another negative behavior. So acknowledge that you are also a human being. Be kind to yourself. And so when you would, you would acknowledge, then you'd be able to take steps to help yourself. And one of the previous programs, we talked about emotional coping account, and we can put the link to the video, but let me uh, briefly go through that. So let me ask you, Millie, you have a bank account? Yeah, yeah. And most of the people have bank account and their withdrawals and their deposits, right? Yeah, exactly. Similarly, everybody has an emotional coping account inside them. Okay? All the stressors are like withdrawals. All the self-care things, things that make you feel good are your deposits. So tell me in your physical bank account, if there are more withdrawals and very little deposits, what would happen? 
it will get empty. Yeah, and it would go negative if somebody tries to cash a check. It would get bounced, right? Yeah, exactly. And so similarly, when if our emotional coping account has more withdrawals than the deposit, it goes negative. And so then you start seeing all these negative symptoms of irritability, overwhelm, overeating, insomnia, and many other medical problems. So what we can do is start watching what is the balance in our emotional coping account. There's some withdrawals that you can stop. There's some withdrawals like negative behavior, like smoking, alcohol, gambling, you know, uh, excessive internet. So all these are negative withdrawals that you can stop that are in your control and add the positive deposits, which could be simple self-care activities, mindfulness practices, gratitude practice, taking a breath, break, just taking a break in between, sleeping on time and doing exercise and eating well. All these wellness tools that we talked about in previous program, we can put the link on. These are all deposit in your emotional coping account. And so you can increase those deposits because the withdrawals are high at this time. So acknowledgement is the first step. What about the second step? So second step is to calm down. And so what happens is when there is a lot of stress, your body is into a reactivity mode. Everything is heightened. You know, your reaction is heightened, but your blood pressure is high, heightened, your heart, be heart is beating fast, everything is heightened. So you need to kind of calm your mind and body. And you can do many different things. We discussed the mindfulness last time, you know, just pausing and taking a breath and become mindful of the present moment can calm you down. Some people use painting to help them calm down or coloring. We did a laughing yoga session one time so laughing can make you calm down what kind of things do you use to help you calm down um so i paint and i love to bake um, what do you bake? do you bake desserts or healthy healthy food most of the time desserts <laughs> a lot of people are doing that at this time and there was this joke that if we eat so much dessert and we don't exercise by the time that stay home a stay at home order would be over will be so so big that it would be hard for us to get out of the door. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> so we don't want to do that. Bake, but try to find recipes for healthy baking that would actually help you improve your health. So watch out what you are eating. But yes, baking is a wonderful relaxation exercise that also can calm people down. But there are other like, you know, progressive muscle relaxation or other mindfulness exercises that I have been teaching in different programs that you can do to calm down like several times during the day, not just at the end of the day, but during the day so that you can manage the stress before it gets totally out of control. Okay, thank you. Um, what about the third step, Dr. Razina? And so the third step is respond instead of reacting. Now, what is the difference between response and reaction? So basically reaction is the knee jerk reaction. Something happens and you blurt out. You know how sometimes when you blurt out something, somebody says something and you blurt out the answer, then you regret later because you had not thought through and it was your knee jerk reaction. So response is when you think through and respond intentionally. And so when you and, and, and it's, a, it's a simple 
change but it has such a dramatic effect on your body when you are reacting in anger and without thinking your blood pressure goes up your muscles get tight and it kind of leads to more ill health whereas when you calm down and think through what is in your control and what is not in your control and have intentional action uh, response to the difficulty then your body does not go into this stress reactivity and it can stay healthy and so you can respond by developing your positive mindset develop using the gratitude practice that we talked last time we can set the link again for that too you can focus on thought shifting so when your mind is constantly thinking negative or worrying a lot then you can learn the thought shifting techniques that we have been talking about that would help you calm yourself down and respond in a more positive way so that problem gets solved rather than problem getting worse that was really useful what else people can do for stress management during this pandemic and one big thing that people can do is support others and seek support so when you support others it makes you kind of bring this sense of purpose in your life and it helps you feel good but then if you identify that you need the support feel feel okay to seek the support because if you don't then things are going to get worse you will have the you will have to seek the support at a later time and it would be more harder and difficult and you would have suffered for no reason so seek support early as needed um although you mentioned earlier but can you tell us what will happen if we don't practice these uh, stress management practices well as i was saying that stress is the harbinger of many physical and mental illnesses so people can develop more depression and anxiety and worsening of all other mental health problems it can also result in more many physical problems and worsening of physical problems that include your blood pressure your heart problems your diabetes your weight issue uh, even your infection so your chances of getting infected actually increases if you don't manage your stress so during the covid when we are trying to take all the steps to decrease our chances of getting infected stress management is essential and what are some of the benefits of stress management and so if you do take apply these tools that we have been talking about you would be able to improve your ability to fight this infection so in case the infection happen you'll recover faster you'll be able to decrease the chances of getting infected and you would be able to decrease chances of all the illnesses that we talked about but at the same time you can use this as an opportunity for growth you can transform this stress into joy and so you could become more healthier and happier uh, and come out stronger despite all the challenges um dr azina would you like to give any take home message yes so my message today is you are strong but to stay strong you need to take these steps so start taking the steps today number 1 number 2 keep an eye on the monitor okay so like we talked about emotional coping account keep an eye on what is the balance in your emotional coping account and last as last time we we discussed the develop a list of what are the deposits for your emotional coping account so mili what are the deposits in your emotional coping account 
there are so many deposits like i'm grateful to, for my niece and nephew and my husband family friend so your gratitude practice is your deposit such a simple thing right taking simple things like you know mindfulness break could be your deposit i like listening to sounds of bird that is my deposit i like looking at the tips of the trees you know when there's a little bud on the tip of the tree that always brings hope to me that no matter how bad the circumstances are you know this tree can with patience through the winter through the rains through the snow and then comes spring they are rewarded and and the leaves come back and so these buds represent hope so just looking at the tree is a deposit for my emotional coping account so make a list of all the deposits in your emotional coping account add those deposits because these deposits are like filling your tank if you're going somewhere and if you if you say i don't want to fill my gas tank but i want to go you won't be able to reach where you want to so first monitor the balance in your emotional coping account keep deposits in your emotional coping account and seek help if needed be thank you so much dr razina in summary today we talked about why is mental health so important for essential workers what are some of the unique stressors faced by essential workers what are the tools to thrive and how can we practice these we'll end today's se um, session with dr razina's special but before that let me tell you that if you like today's live session let us know by liking if you have any questions leave them in the comment section and we'll try our best to respond to your questions in the future programs if you know someone who might benefit from the program please share and join us in our mission of transforming stress preventing depression and spreading health and happiness dr rosina one more thing can you tell us where can we uh, get your uh, book Yes, so you can get it from stresstojoy.com is the website. And then you can also get it from Amazon and all my blogs and all the other programs and other resources are also available on drrosina.com. So see you all next week same time on Saturday and uh, let's end today's session with Dr. Rosina's special So today's special is really exciting because it's a very simple shift in words that can actually make a huge difference in how you feel. So Mary, tell me, is there something that you feel obligated to do? Yes, um I have to prepare lunch. Okay. And so when you say I have to prepare lunch, that word have to kind of makes it feel an obligation and a burden right if you yeah. change that word i have to to i get to say that again i get to prepare lunch how do you feel i feel better yeah because now better. it's a privilege instead of an obligation so simple shift of word can change the perspective around that and help you feel good about doing something rather than feeling forced to do something so for all the essential workers out there when you say oh i have to go to work you can say i get to go to work because that's a privilege a lot of other people don't have right and so on that message i wish you health and happiness and see you next time <laughs>